Hello and welcome to Redcast, the podcast by the fans for the fans. This is something I've wanted to start for a number of years. I've actually been involved in radio broadcasting myself for 10 years and for 2020 I stepped away from FM radio to put all my time and effort into making this and my other podcast really, that Matty Owen podcast. I've just wanted to sit and talk about Liverpool for as long as I can remember, but obviously on radio, that's not something you can do because there's other other small teams in the in the city, um, so you can't be t- seem to be too biased. So coming to be able to just talk about Liverpool is something I've always wanted to do, and it's happening. And what better year to start it than the year Liverpool are about to win the Premier League? Big game tomorrow, uh, or is it? Is it a big game? We go into the game 27 points ahead of Manchester United. It's something I never personally thought would ever happen. I, I thought we'd win the league in my lifetime, but I didn't think we'd be 27 points ahead of United in January, ever. Because growing up, United won everything. And if it wasn't United, it was Chelsea. And obviously, if you're born in the city and you're from Liverpool, and even if you're a Liverpool fan, you're just brought up to absolutely despise Manchester United. And I went to university in Manchester, so you can imagine how worse it was for me seeing how happy them manks were when they were winning everything and just getting the mix taken out of you because your team was absolutely shocking. And that's the best way to describe the pool back in the day. We were shocking. We went through the worst period ever. Um, I used to envy my dad and all his brothers for being able to witness Liverpool win leagues and win everything. But if everything comes round full circle and it feels as though... Liverpool are probably going to dominate world football for the next few years. I don't want to jinx myself, but that's what I feel like might happen. We're going into the game 27 points ahead of Manchester United in January. That's just crazy numbers. We're going into the game 13 points ahead of City in second place. If we win tomorrow, that's 16 points ahead of second place in January. We're on course for the earliest title victory ever, and it's just... You sometimes have to pinch yourself and think, wow, they are absolutely incredible. Every single Liverpool player is, as Klopp would say, a mentality monster. Years ago, when Liverpool like 2 3 0 up, you'd be like, you'd still be worried. You'd be like, oh, we may concede a few more in the dying embers of the game. But now you don't. Like, when we played Tottenham last week, we were 1 0 up. And even in like the 80th minute, when usually you'd be like, oh, we're a bit dodgy at the back, you just don't, you're not even bothered. Van Dijk and Allison have literally revolutionised that whole defence. They have made every single player better. Trent is the best right back in the world. Robertson's the best left back in the world. And we're just, every single player is absolutely incredible. I mean, I've seen a few people in the past few days doing combined teams. Now, I've seen one Liverpool fan. Um, giving and let a United fan put David De Gea in goal ahead of, ahead of Alisson now. David De Gea has not been good for years. Adrian's best than David De Gea. I would have Adrian in my team over David De Gea any day of the week. Alisson is absolutely incredible and the fact someone put David De Gea ahead of him is just shocking and you need to take your head for a wobble and just watch football more often in my opinion. Um, the one plus is Rashford could potentially be injured for the game. Uh, he has been firing lately and he is someone who I do see as a threat. He is a good player. Uh, but that's the only player in the whole United team who I think is actually half decent. And it's so good to say it. Like when you think back on United teams like Rooney and Tevez and Cristiano Ronaldo and Van der Sar, they were they were incredible. They were incredible under under Fergie. And it hurts you to say that, but 27 points in January, we are ahead of them, Manx, and things just can't be better for Liverpool at the minute. 
and today's results have just been perfect for us really City dropping points in the 90th minute for a Fernandinho own goal is one of the best things I've seen and seeing Sentosin Tosin Pasha as uh, some of my Turkish friends would say scoring as well bet you they ever fuming about that they loan him to Palace and he scores against City like bet you they're absolutely fuming but dropping points against Palace at home it just feels as though Everything is going Liverpool's way at the minute. Today's fixtures, I couldn't believe it. Like when you see City playing Palace later and you just think, oh, they've won that game, but Palace done it. Roy Hodgson doing Liverpool favours yet again. Shame he couldn't do that when he was at Liverpool. Eh? But yeah, going into tomorrow's game, United are the only team to take points off us this year. Obviously, we drew at Old Trafford, but I am not one bit worried. I think tomorrow is going to be such a high scoring game. I think we're going to absolutely dominate United Anfield is a massive fortress like Liverpool just don't seem to get beaten Anfield or or drop points at Anfield so to speak we're absolutely unbelievable at Anfield Klopp describes the team as mentality monsters I think there's nobody in our team who I'd replace at the minute there's a few talking points about team selection obviously with Fabinho being back but Position for position, we've got the best goalie in the world, best centre-half in the world, best left-back and right-back in the world, best front three in the world. And even our midfield, no matter who who we put in it, I think it's probably the best midfield in the world as well because let's not forget that special nice games Barcelona when Divock Origi, who isn't even our first-choice striker, done the business. Um, it's looking very, very, very increasingly likely that we could potentially win the league at Goodison Park. Which, what's the point in watching football anymore if that happens? If Liverpool win the Premier League at Goodison Park, oh, <laughs> what? That, that's just things of dreams, isn't it? Like, I've just got fond memories of that, of that stupid song and that horrible voice saying going down, oh, we fuck, we're going to win the cup. And then we knocked out the cup with our kids um, to go and win the league against them. The Blue Billionaires at Goodison is what dreams are made of. And I just hope City continues to drop points so they make that possible. I mean, it would be a, it would be nice to win at the Etihad as well. But City, to me, aren't even... Yeah, they're, they're challenging us for the leagues and stuff, but they aren't massive rivals. If they didn't have the oil money, they'd be nowhere. They were nobody. Five, ten years ago, they were they were crap. They were absolutely shocking. And now, because they've got the oil money, consider, they consider themselves a big club. Take your head for a wobble. You're shocking. You're absolutely shocking. And that, that fraud, baldy manager of yours has now finally been found out this year, in my opinion. I've always said I don't rate him. He, he couldn't go to a team. He couldn't have come to Liverpool, for example, like Jürgen did and get us to the position we are now. He has to go to teams ready-made. You think of the teams he managed at Barca when he had like Messi, Ronaldinho, Iniesta, Xavi. Bayern Munich, he had Robin and Ribery when he were the best wingers in the world. He's come to City and he's got arguably, arguably the best striker the Premier League's ever seen in Sergio Aguero, bar Henri. Um, and Rooney, obviously, but we don't like speaking about him. But yeah, I don't think Guardiola is that good. And yeah, I just don't even like City. I think the shocking. Uh, I'm made up to being found out. It feels like I've seen City fans saying, oh, we don't care about the league this year. Liverpool, we want to win the Champions League. You're not going to win the Champions League. You're not, you're not good enough for the Champions League. And City talking about injuries. Liverpool, Liverpool this season have been without Alisson. They've been without Massive. They've been without Fabinho. Um, everyone's just had injuries. And to say Liverpool are lucky is just... 
it's just wrong really we had Adrian who we bought from West Ham as West Ham's second choice keeper come in and do a job for us we, we didn't get beat um, so to say about injuries about, I'm like oh we're missing a poor team you take Van Dijk out to your team take Van Dijk out of our team and I still think we'd do alright I think Matip and Gomez are strong enough centre-halves to if Van Dijk did ever get injured to do a job and cope and I don't think we'd collapse like, like City did but anyway Let's turn our attention to tomorrow's game. I'm expecting a high-scoring game myself. I'm expecting 4-1. I do think United will score, but I do think Liverpool will absolutely batter them. Um, It'd be nice to obviously win like 4-0 or 5-0 or something, but I do think it'll be 4-1. So Shai can stay at that wheel for as long as he wants. It is fantastic to watch Manchester United at the minute because they are absolutely shocking. Um, we're watching the best Liverpool team ever. Probably won't watch around the worst Manchester United sides ever. And it's just going to end in, in tears for the Manx, in my opinion. Um, there's just no stopping us. There really is no stopping us. Looking ahead to, to the teams tomorrow, I've, I mentioned before Rashford being injured. That That is a big plus. I've seen people talking about this mid-kid United have got this midfielder who's like, oh, when Salah faces him or whatever, take your head for a wobble. This kid's about this big, Harry Maguire's massive, and Salah bullied Maguire um, every time he's played against him. Maguire is shocking, <laughs> recently named captain of United, which just goes to show how much their club's fallen, really. They've, to me, it seems like they've only named Maguire as captain because he's the highest um, transfer fee they've, they've paid for him, and... He's, he's shit. He's fucking shit. He's so bad. Um, the fact people rate him as a good defender, it, it baffles me. The fact people still rate De Gea as a good goalkeeper, baffles me. United now are a mid-table team. And mark my words on that. Even if they bring in Bruno Fernandes, who I rate very highly, you're still a mid-table team. And the fact that's dragged on so long, don't think it's going to happen either. Um, Liverpool are back with Fabinho and Matip. So everyone's saying, which makes a selection dilemma really. Does Massab start ahead of Joe, considering how good he's been playing recently and how strong that partnership is with Van Dijk? Personally, I think you don't you don't like wreck something that's working. Massab has been absolutely incredible for us, but it feels like Gomez and Van Dijk have just got that partnership back again that they had last season. That was just absolutely incredible. They aren't conceding goals. They're playing well together. Gomez is growing in confidence and I think if you were to bench him against United, which people still regard as one of our biggest games, even though I don't think it's one of the biggest games of the season um, anymore because how much they've, they've declined. I think if you bench him, it just knocks confidence. Uh, Massive's on his way back from injury. It's going to be one of them intense games. You know that they're going to come at us just trying to snap us and stuff because that's just what United do against Liverpool. Um, but I just feel like, I just personally feel like you shouldn't drop Gomez um, he's been playing absolutely fantastic but I do feel like Fabinho should come straight back into the team because he is absolutely mustard he is the best central defensive midfielder in the world of football people talk about Fernandinho but Fabinho is, is he's something else isn't he? he really is something else and then it poses the question of so you have your normal back four of Alisson Robertson Van Dijk Gomez Trent then you have Fabinho ahead of them uh, and then you've got your midfield two now Klopp notoriously goes with Henderson and Milner for games like this. But I just feel like he's going to surprise a few people tomorrow. I would like to see Minamino start. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen today. 
Erling Haaland come on for Dortmund and bag the hat trick and won them the game. Imagine if Minamino had an impact like that against United. It'd just be. Pff. I remember watching him when Salzburg played us at Anfield, and I think he's he's some player him. And then obviously after the game, it started being the transfer rumours of Liverpool wanted him. And then there was the reaction of Klopp's face when when he um, he was playing and stuff, and you just thought I'd have him at Liverpool, and then it happened. I think Liverpool bought him because he's a phenomenal player, but also for a business perspective to open new markets in China with the new kit deal of us getting money off every kit sold with Nike. Japan's a massive, massive market and Minamino is sort of like the poster way for Japan, so I think it's a very good business, but I would love to see him start tomorrow. I'd love to see a team of the normal back four with Gomez, not massive. Uh, Fabinho, then Henderson, Minamino, and then your normal front three of Mane, Salah and Firmino, which includes the recently crowned African Player of the Year. Um, Minamino was good against Everton. He wasn't as good as he was when he played against us against Salz- with Salzburg. But I'd like to see him start. Um, I love Genie. I think Genie's one of our best, most consistent players. But I I like the elements of surprise. I feel like United would have been preparing for a midfield of Henderson, Milner and Genie all week. Um, and I just think it, they wouldn't have been prepared for Minamino and I think if Klopp was to throw him in throw him in at the deep end it'd work I think it really would work I don't think their defence is good enough for his trickery um, and he's very very similar to Firmino so having two players like that against their defence I just think it'd be perfect um, I do believe that the midfield would probably be Fabinho, Henderson and Wijnaldum but I would love to see Minamino get a run out against United I'd love to see him start. Um, I like him a lot. I do like him a lot. I think he's going to be... He, just look at him. He's, he's more than likely going to be back up for Bobby. He can play on the left. He can play on the right as well. But he's more than likely going to be back up for Bobby. But I'd like to see him start with Bobby just to see how they link up. Um, and to see him start with with Mane as well um, because they, they come from the Salzburg football philosophy which Klopp says is very much like Liverpool's. Uh, I'd like to see him play a game with Kaiser again. Uh, obviously, they played together at Salzburg. Naby Kaiser seems like he's on the up again. Uh, I'd love. I, that's just another player I'd love to do well as well. He, he just seems like such a likable person. Um, and I'd like to see him play with Minamino. I'd like us to just do something a little bit different tomorrow. Um, start something a team that United wouldn't expect and just, just go with it. I, I don't think whoever we put out tomorrow we're going to beat United. Because the shocker, I do believe that. I believe if we were to start Adrian in goal, we'd probably beat United. Um, but I do think Klopp will probably go with Allison, Robertson, Van Dijk, Gomez, Trent, Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, and then a normal front three. Um, I do think that's the team <clears throat> that he's going to go with. Win tomorrow, 16 points clear at City. On the nineteenth of January, so when when do we start saying we're definitely going to win it? Like, I personally don't want to talk too soon of being like, oh, we've won the league because last year I was so confident in December, I was adamant Liverpool were going to win the league last year, and then obviously it just didn't happen. Then it was the year that we thought we were going to win it under Rodgers and the Gerrard slip. Um which still hurts me to this day, by the way. It still hurts everyone, I think. So, yeah, I just... I, when, when, can we, when can we start getting excited? When can, we, when can the party start? That's what I want to know, because 
in previous years it feels like it starts a little bit too early and I feel like that's the that's the thing when when you go to the match now nobody obviously at the end of every game and throughout the, more it more than likely happens for, towards the end of the game but you do sometimes hear people saying throughout the game like we're pulled top of the league and stuff but I still still to this day every game I've been to this season have not sung that because I'm just well, Liverpool fans were so used to disappointments to be the best team in the world. It's just a bit, a bit weird, I think, for Liverpool considering how many, I mean, I'm 25 and I've just had 25 years of ball Istanbul until this year. It hasn't really been the best time to be a Liverpool fan. Like when, when I think of my dad and he's seen the teams like Hanson and stuff in, and you've seen Liverpool just dominate football, and then I've grew up watching Liverpool and like Roy Hodgson and stuff. You've just you just expect disappointment where we are gonna win the league this year, but I'm just not getting excited yet. I don't feel like it's time to be excited. But I do think if we win tomorrow and go sixteen points ahead of City on the nineteenth of January, I, I think that's when I'm personally gonna start saying, Yeah, we've won the league. Um no league no lead is too big enough to, to lose. Um but I just don't think we'll we will ever get beat. This season, I think we are going to top Arsenal's invincible season. I think we're going to have record points, top and cities. I think we're going to win the league earlier than anyone else ever has. And I think Liverpool are going to dominate world football for the next 10 years. Um, whilst Jürgen is in charge, I don't think Liverpool are stoppable. I think he is the best manager Liverpool has definitely ever had, Ooh, bar Shankly and Paisley. Um, but I do think if he stays for five, six years longer, I think he might actually be be regarded in the same breath as Shankly and Paisley. Um, he is already half there now, but I think once he wins that league, I think every Liverpool fan will say he probably is up there with Shankly and Paisley. He's most definitely the best modern-day manager Liverpool have ever had. Um, Rafa was good, but he made some stupid decisions, like when he wanted to get rid of Alonso for Gareth Barry. Um, and I just feel like this year everything is just happening how you'd want it to happen. It's just fate. I mean, I've seen Brucey, Bruce Grabbelar talking on um, BC the other week saying about how when he had his testimonial, there was um, that case that he'll never win the league without Jungle Boy and Gold, Grabbelar. And we haven't since. Uh, and apparently the only way to break that was weighing on the posts. He did do it last year, but only one post. And we finished second. And then the video went round of him actually in a water bottle squirting around the post this season. And lo and behold, we pull 13 points clear at the top of the league. So if it was, I mean, do I believe in all that um, voodoo stuff? No, I don't. But I think when we do win the league, that'll be talked about quite a lot. And I think that video of him um, with the posts will be probably regarded as one of the best videos ever. Um, because a lot of people are now saying that, oh, the case is broken. I'm not into all that, but... It's a nice story to go hand in hand at winning the league, really, isn't it? It is a nice story. And for me, on the last game, home game of the season is Chelsea. So Liverpool are going to lift the league after playing Chelsea, which to me is just one of the best things ever. I absolutely despise them rent boys. I hate them. And obviously when Gerrard slipped and lost us the league, um, which I still to this day don't believe that's the full reason 
we we lost the league. I think having Suarez out for the first few games of that season lost us the league. But obviously everyone pinpoints Gerrard, um, and just Mourinho's celebrations them days, and the Chelsea fans still talking about it, and every other team in the league still talking about it. To lift that league after playing Chelsea last game of the season is gonna be it's gonna be the best day of every Liverpool fan's lives, isn't it? Like no, there's no better team. Last year we played Wolves and. Obviously, winning the league any year is going to, would be fantastic, but I feel like being able to lift it and all them rent boys having to watch Liverpool and give us a guard of honour will hurt them so much. And to me, that is just going full circle and karma has come back to bite them. Um, it's, it's incredible. We're, we're going to lift the league after playing Chelsea, which is... If this season Liverpool win the league at Goodison Park and then get to lift it after playing Chelsea last game of the season at home, well, second to last game of the season, the last home game of the season, that's just perfect. If I was to write a book about how I'd want Liverpool to win the league, it would either to be win it at Goodison or Old Trafford and then lift it against someone like Chelsea or, or United or Everton. I wouldn't be fussed really. Any of, any of them teams, if we were to win it and then lift it against one of them would be perfect. And this year it seems like like it's happening um, and I just I, I just don't know how to put into words really what it feels like being in the city the buzz around the city at the minute like all my mates and all that it's just like <clears throat> it's just that anticipation that we've been waiting for our whole lives my whole life I've just wanted to appeal to win this to win this bloody league and we're about to do it we're on the cusp of of doing it with the greatest Liverpool side dare I say it ever um, my dad's said it. My uncles have said it, and they've seen they've seen Liverpool dominate world football. But <clears throat> we are. This is the best Liverpool side I've ever seen. Um, the team's just full of world class players. Sadio Mane is unbelievable. He's recently been crowned African Player of the Year. Um, a lot of people used to always talk about Mo and his goals and stuff. Um, but Mane is just absolutely incredible. He is phenomenal. What his work rate and his what he puts into the team, and he's the most selfish, selfless, selfless is the word. Footballer, um, he's incredible. He's so so good. I've seen him being linked with Madrid, but why would anyone leave Liverpool Football Club at the minute? They are literally the they are the best team in the world officially. Um, we won the Champions League last year. Probably could win the Champions League again this year. Uh, though I do think we're going all out for the league. The league's pretty much wrapped up, isn't it? And if, imagine if, if we win the Champions League and the league this year. There's no better team than Liverpool. I think any team in the world can't beat us. And over two legs, Jürgen has never, ever lost a two-legged European tie since he's come into Liverpool. So why this year would, would he then lose a two-legged European tie? I mean, I know it's possible, but... I just don't think it will happen. I think I think Liverpool can probably win the Champions League as well this year and having a front three with Mane, Salah and Firmino, it, it's just things of dreams really. Mane, to me, he is the best player in the world. Um, Van Dijk obviously comes second in the Ballon d'Or and should have won it. Um, he is the best defender we've ever seen. Probably is the best player in the world but in other than Van Dijk, Sadio Mane is he's up there. People people don't really think about defenders when it says about well, best players in the world. And I believe that's why Messi won 
the Ballon d'Or because he wasn't a defender and that's why Van Dijk didn't. I strongly believe that. I mean, Messi had a good season. Messi always has good seasons though, doesn't he? So that's what done me head in a bit because it's just a norm for Messi and Van Dijk had the season of his life. Jordan Henderson, recently crowned England's Player of the Year, is having the season of his life. I'll hold my hands up first to say last year I absolutely despised Jordan Henderson. I didn't like him. Um, I hated him every time his name was on the sheet, team sheet I was fuming because he only ever used to pass backwards where it just seems like his games went to another level he is <clears throat> so good so so good Jordan Anderson this year has just been so consistent he's driven that team oh, the, I haven't got enough words to praise how good Jordan Anderson's been this year <clears throat> even other players who, who usually get a lot of stick um, from the pool fans and stuff on, on social media, like Adam Lallana when he's been called upon this year, he hasn't really put a foot wrong. Against Everton in the FA Cup, he, he was probably he was the most senior player after Millie went off. Uh, captain does to that win. Curtis Jones was screamer. It's, Everton is just perfect at Liverpool at the minute. And there's no better team in the world. And you just realize the words to talk about them, really. Um, because what else can you say other than the fucking incredible the absolutely fucking incredible Salah incredible Firmino Firmino is the system by the way I've said this so many times to me mates everyone knows it and only this season have people started to pick up on how good Bobby Firmino is without Bobby I believe the system doesn't work as well as it does we'd still win every game um, because Divock, like we got Divock, but I do strongly believe that without Bobby, um, the system doesn't work as well as it does with Bobby. And I believe Bobby is is the Liverpool system. And this season is when people started picking up on it. People used to Liverpool fans have always known how important Roberto Firmino is. Liverpool fans have always known he is one. Of, he is the best player at doing what he does. There's nobody in the world like him. But pundits this year. Gary Neville said the other week um, that any team in the world would have him as a centre-forward. And I, I strongly believe that as well. Like, who else would you have at centre-forward? I wouldn't have the likes of Bamiang instead of Bobby because Bobby is is a team player. He, you can see him defend on one minute and then putting the pass into the attackers to, to score a goal the second. It, it's He's just incredible. And it's about time people started to realise how good he actually is. He is so underrated. Um there's there's no no one better than Bobby at what he does and no I don't think anyone can ever replicate what he does. His work effort, his drive, his passion, his desire to win every ball back. He's just absolutely phenomenal. And the whole team just works so well together. And that's because Jurgen makes them wait before they get the chance to the they're in the team. Look how Andy Robertson didn't play for, for the first I think it was six months or something. Um, comes in now. He's he's irreplaceable, really, isn't he? Um, so yeah, it's just just absolutely incredible. That, that's all I can say, really. Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, I do think we're going to batter them, and that's the only reason I'm looking forward to it, really. Every game now, you just expect Liverpool to win. So it's not like you're nervous, like oh, we're we going to win tomorrow. Big game. We need to win. Must win game. Um, because we can afford to drop points if we we wanted to, but I just don't want to. I don't want. I mean, United. I do think 
it, obviously if we go the rest of the, the season and win every game United would would have been the only team to take away the perfect record but which they'll never shut up about because United will just live on absolutely anything they can to, to try and wrangle Liverpool fans up but that doesn't even bother me if we win if we win this league and we only drop points to United on that draw and we won every other game why would anyone say oh but you drop points to United we'd be the high, we'd be the best season by any team ever we'd be the highest points ever it'd be the earliest anyone's ever won it ever um, so who cares? Who cares that we dropped points against United the other week? Who, who cares? Um, I don't think we'll drop points tomorrow. I think we'll beat them four one quite comfortably. And I also, I also think Minamino will score tomorrow if he plays. And I think, I think Bobby might get a hat trick. He's not won four hat tricks, but I don't know. Recently been baptised, so let's hope the powers above um, let them just absolutely bully United because I just don't think United's defence can handle them. I don't think United's defence can handle the front three. Um, personally, I, I'd love I'd love Mane to get all four and Trent to get all four assists so I can smash fantasy footy because it's absolutely burning me kite out that my brother is so far ahead of me on it because um, I always mess up on it like the other week when we was in the Club World Cup I had to put the Liverpool players on the bench and I forgot to put them back in and, and Trent ended up having that game against Leicester where he absolutely bossed fantasy footy and he was sat on my bench so uh, from a personal point of view I'd love Manny to, to score every goal tomorrow and Trent to get every assist but um, I think 4-1 um, Solskjaer has been talking loads of wham in the press this week but I don't care what he has to say. He's shocking. He's got the worst percentage of wins as a United manager. Uh, I think it's quite funny that United have kept them because they've sacked managers for who've done better than them. Um, but yeah, Ollie's at the wheel and long may that continue. Looking forward to the game tomorrow. Uh, looking forward as well to the Champions League being back. Looking forward to Liverpool win the Champions League. Looking forward to Liverpool win the league. Looking forward to Liverpool dominating world football for the next foreseeable future. Um it just feels so good knowing that we've hope we're gonna upset the whole of Manchester, not just the red half anymore, it's the red and the blue half. Um and I can't wait. I can't wait for Liverpool to, to finally get their hands on that. I can't wait for Jordan, Brian Henderson to lift that league. And he's probably gonna be regarded as one of the greatest captains of Liverpool ever, and rightfully so, after this season. Um yeah, what a time to be a Liverpool fan. What a time to to start the pool podcast. Um, I do hope in rec- in the next few weeks we are going to have more guests um, on the show. I just wanted to start it this weekend because I just wanted to to talk about how bad Manchester United was, um, and unfortunately no one was available to come and join me on the black sofa um, today. But yeah, we are hoping for more for more guests on the show. Um, if whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on any podcasting platform, please don't forget to to keep looking out for the podcasts. Um, I'd I'd love it to do well. I really would love this to do well. Um, I just like talking about Liverpool, and I hope everybody enjoyed listening to me just talk about Liverpool. Really, up the sixth time European champions. Um, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, though, don't forget to leave a like, rate, and subscribe. Comment if you want. Um, and let's celebrate what's going to be the next, till May, what's, what's that, five months, the best five months of our lives. Liverpool are going to win the Premier League this year. 
I'm going to pull a six-time Champions of Europe. I'm going to pull the best team in the world. See you in a bit. <laughs>